Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Brandon Talk Stuff podcast. Now, I realize that it may not be a.m. wherever you are, but at the time of me recording this, it is 8 a.m. Saturday morning. And I'm still going with the Brandon Talk Stuff podcast because I haven't transitioned to the video part of this to, to call it Brandon Talk Stuff show. Um, last week's episode was rough, and I'm not sure if today's is going to be much better. I just wanted to get something out and uploaded. I'm still learning. But one of the toughest parts for me to overcome while doing this is the actually talking Uh, I'm a shy guy naturally. I'm a listener and observer, but enough of why this podcast isn't where I'd like it to be quite yet, and let's get on to today's episode. So today, I kind of wanted to share some life lessons that I've picked up from my years of work. Uh, So let me start by telling you a little bit of what I do for work. I, I simply, I create things. I create brand identities, marketing strategies, and other various digital assets like photos, videos, email newsletters, whatever. Um, A lot of people just consider what I do creative. Now, my job title is marketing coordinator, but I hate when like a job title becomes an individual's identity. Like, I feel like it always happens when you first meet someone or like a family member asks, what do you do? You know, like, what do you do for work? Your response to that question immediately becomes who you are to that person. But I'm not a marketer. I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a photographer. Like, these are just things that I'm interested in, things that I like to learn more about, but it's not technically me. So what am I and what do I identify with? Like, This is a tough question, and a lot of times I only have a really vague answer because I I don't know, it's so big, but I like to think of myself as a dude that loves to hustle and help people. Now, when I talk about hustle, it's, it's doing whatever it takes to get whatever it is that I want, whether it's money, creating things. So me loving to hustle, I feel like I've been doing this since I was little. Like my earliest memories are from around fifth grade. I began mowing lawns. I took on paper routes. And at one point, I even sold shoplifted tech decks to kids in in middle school. I'm not proud of all my hustles. But now I'm a, I consider myself a self-taught practice practitioner of design and and marketing and I've been doing this for 20 years or so maybe a little bit longer but it started when I got into web design with a couple friends from high school and I began taking on small projects for cash later I then launched a screen printing and vinyl company shop uh, out of my parents house and in between those two things of web design and, and vinyl I've done a ton of designing, creating, serving customers, trying to build my skill set, feeding my curiosity and thirst for knowledge, all while stroking my entrepreneurial spirit, and I've developed a passion for business along the way. Um, I feel like through my work and learning that I should be giving back, and I don't have much to give back in terms of like 
money, but I can give knowledge that hopefully somebody can learn from me, my mistakes, successes, or whatever it may be, and apply it to their their lives. It's one of the reasons that I started this podcast, you know, to teach, guide, or mentor others. So that's what this is. It's some quick lessons that maybe you can shift a mindset or just launch or relaunch some motivation, process, goals, or your career in some way. All right, so let's get into the lessons and we'll start with number one. Uh, You don't get better by doing work at work. You get better when you experiment and work on your own projects on the side. Now, this one's one of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout my career. Uh, My place of employment pays me to perform and chances are if you have a job yours does too and I used to think that when I had a job it was good to learn on somebody else's dollar and I still do believe this and think this but I do think that you should be learning more on your own time than you do at your job Uh, to, to use an example think of an athlete any sport you choose Ensure that athlete learns and adapts while playing the game on the field, but that's not where all the skills are built and honed in. It's the hours of practice and training off the field that allows them to perform once put in that spotlight. So you, me, we're we're no different than that in our regular nine to five jobs, you know. And this is one lesson that for me I live and breathe. I don't think there's been a time in the last 20 years that I have not had a side project. I try to read as much as possible and implement what I learn. And then if I can, I I transition that and implement it at work. Um, Some of the side projects that I've taken on have turned out to be legitimate cash flows for me as well with blogs and, and video work and things like that. And if I could help anybody put any of the tips that I'm about to give into practice, this one especially is is one I would love everybody to focus on because everybody wants to be a game day hero, but nobody wants to put in the practice. And success is uncommon. So success is only experienced by doing and putting forth un- uncommon efforts. And that's one of the things you can do is Take on side projects on your own time to enhance your skills. The next lesson that I've I've picked up is always charge what your time is worth. And while I know this, I still have a really hard time sticking to it. I never know what I'm worth because I'm always um, learning and, and trying to acquire new skills. So I constantly feel like an amateur and I always... I wouldn't say always. I I usually sell myself short. And for me, when I begin working on something, this leads to pain, demotivation, and unhappiness um, on that project. And, and it gets put on the back burner. So if you're spending more time on your own projects, it drives up the value of you. And you can charge more for your time. And this is one of the things that it's taken me the longest to to fully grasp and understand. Like, I feel like you can tell somebody this and, the, and the, yeah, nod their head. Yeah, 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 I understand. But when somebody decides to hire you 
or me for a project or freelance, whatever it is, like or a regular job, what they're getting from me is a guy that like I am spending every moment of my free time reading, exploring, and creating. And also depending on some of the projects, like when I do the video work or other things, I have my own gear and that gear also gets costly as well. So everybody's paying for this this lump and not just the task at hand. Okay, and lesson number three that I've learned, it kind of piggybacks off of this charging what your time is worth, but it it's never worked for free or for favors. And I can't lie, I do work for free. I do it often. I do this for certain people that I learn from or if they're constantly giving towards me, it's one of the ways I can give back to them too. I can share some of my time and a skill for good cause. I used to work for favors, trading work or whatever, but I quickly learned that if you're planning on working for favors, just throw out the favor and do the work for free. It's it's much better that way. Um, there's nothing being held over anybody's heads and, and you're just doing it from the good faith um, from you to the other person. And if you want to take this step further, what I would do is when I started a project, knowing that I was doing the work for free, usually at the end, a person had asked, what is, what do you, what do you charge for this? What, do, what's the cost? What, what do you want me to pay? And generally what I would respond with is just pay me what it's worth to you. And that would allow me to quickly judge how a person views the work that I did and me at the same time. And then I could determine if I wanted to do business with them in the future and kind of if it's worth having that person in my life, like how do they value things? Um, But at the end of the day, this rule of never working for free or for favors, do as I say, not as I do. Don't work for free. Try not to as hard as you can unless you really have to to get into whatever it is that you want to do. Like if you a lot of creative jobs, like if you want to get in with certain agencies or whatever, take on free work and and just get your foot in the door. But it most of the time it only leads to, to lots of headaches and frustrations. So lesson number four that I'm going to share with you is that in the beginning, no job is too small or inconsequential. They're all stepping stones to learn and move forward from. And I feel that this one is probably one of the toughest lessons, excuse me, with uh, like Instagram and social media because everybody's putting out that perfection. You're not seeing what's going on behind the scenes, sort of like lesson lesson one, like all the practice that goes into something. So everybody wants that dream job, the passion project, and a lot of people feel entitled to have this right off the bat when they get out of school or whatever it is. But I, I really think that that's flawed, very flawed. And because looking back, some of the hustles that I had when I was younger with the paper routes, lawns, and even the first jobs making and delivering pizzas, these are all where I've done a majority of my learning. Like, So you can learn skills from any job. You just you have to look for these opportunities and, and things like that. One of, for me, one of the things was customer service and being able to talk to customers, collect money, and and just having that good image. The other that has formed 
a, a solid foundation for me on personal finance and stuff is when I was delivering pizzas, I would track everything, miles, money, tips. And I'm sure most of this is all done digitally. It was when I was working at Roundtable too, but I would do it manually in a little notebook that I kept. And like I said, like this is, that was my foundation for everything. Um, but in the beginning, you have to do whatever it takes. You, you must do whatever it takes. And it, one of the problems I see is that so many people have much more pride than money and they refuse to do certain types of work because they feel they're above it. But doing the work that you dislike also helps you hone in and focus on what it is that you want to be doing. And sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need a guide to show us what we should be doing. So take on all the small jobs, like learn from anything that you can do and use that to move forward. Lastly, this this last lesson is probably the biggest, is always love what you do. Now, sure, there are rough days. There will always be those, but you have to truly love what it is that you do. If you like helping people, you can love any type of customer service job or hospitality job. If you like to be creative like me, you can make any job creative. You can develop processes or, or tools to make your day easier or other people's days easier as well. Um, I try to keep myself grounded in this because there are days that I come home upset, stressed, whatever, and I do complain. But at the end of the day, I really love what I do. And if I didn't work where I, I do, I would still be doing something creative and marketing related. I just, I love creating and sharing everything that I'm working on. Um, I was talking about this at dinner with my aunt and uncle the other night, and I can't remember the book, but it touched on this idea a bit. I think it was called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I'm not 100% sure though, but it was, what is your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? Because everything sucks some of the time. Like, what unpleasant experiences are you able to handle? Are you able to stay up all night to code, put off starting a family, get laughed at until you get it right? Like, what are you going to do? What is the shit sandwich that you want to eat? Because you're going to be getting that served to you eventually. Anyway, that's it for my five lessons um, that I've learned to work. going to close out episode two of the Brandon Talks podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, is the podcast, am I getting better? I'm curious as to what you think of the podcast. And if you have any lessons that you would like to share with me, please do send them to me on Twitter at Brandon Aldred, or you can get at me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Brandon Aldred. Peace.